Melbourne, I Love Green Guide Letters is back for one final live podcast this Saturday, the 23rd of September at 4.15pm at Club Voltaire with the Finty Lord, Bart Freebarn, George McEnroe, and he's returning, the master of the draft tweet, Ash Williams, is back for a awesome afternoon of live podcasting with a live Steel Wars happening before with Mark from Auntie Donna. Tickets are on sale at ilovegringoletters.com. Yeah. Hey, you guys. Welcome to I Love Green Guide Letters, the podcast where we talk about the letters to the age, newspapers, television, and radio lift out the Green Guide. (laughs) (laughs) I am Steel Saunders, and I do love Green Guide Letters! For those listening at home on the Hertzbridge line, for those that live on the Hertzbridge line in a train, <laughs> what up? You're killing it. I Yeah, we're just playing Talking Heads live uh, over the PA before it came on, and they just got a big applause for the end of one of their songs. So I thought, <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, as a 16-year-old skateboarder, my clothes sizing was a lot like Stop Making Sense's David Burns suit, so... What I'm saying there is baggy. He, don't worry. <laughs> it's a great music reference, all right, with the cultural phenomenon of skateboarding. It's so great to be home in Melbourne, guys. Thanks for coming. I, um, uh, the traffic is the same as LA, so don't worry about that. Like, you can put any LA freeway up against Punt Road and. <laughs> You can get a lot of tweeting done, trust me. It's fine. The the weather here is horrible. Fuck you, clouds. No buys. No buys there. But um, LA, it's it's super nice there. It's super fun. This is the most... um, I've got two, like, awesome show business things that have happened to me so far, right? So this is is my favourite thing, right? So I'm having dinner with this guy that manages people and a, a few of the people that he manages that they've taken me out for dinner, right? Very exciting. And then one of his actors that I don't know has come along and I'm saying, oh, okay, what, what shows have you been in? And guys, <laughs> this is so rad. He played in Seinfeld. The dentist. <laughs> at Tim Watley's Thanksgiving Day Parade party that Jerry hit up for free dental advice. (laughs) That is a very positive heckle. (laughs) My my sister-in-law just uh, thought out loud and (laughs) 
said amazing. She's, she's very positive about my show business career. So uh, we thank her for that. But yeah, and so every time I see him now, I'm like, so what was it like on set that day? And, and his manager's like, he's done a lot of stuff. And I'm like, hush, hush. <laughs> not to me, not to me. So that was one big, that was exciting in show business. The other thing was that I got like an infection in my nostril, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, admittedly, these stories are not Ronnie Chang in LA level, all right? They're just a little bit, we've got to take the stories that you can get, all right? So this is the other story. Was, um, so I got this infection, like an ingrown hair or something, and it got a little bit infected. And I'm not sure... Um, <laughs> hey, listen, lady. <laughs> 30 minutes into the podcast, you're going to be hearing some real talk. Man, Ballard has got shit tons of infected stuff, and he's ready to share, okay? He's got an ingrown toenail that you would not believe. <laughs> <laughs> that's so right I was thinking how much I love your booze in podcasts the other day <laughs> it's amazing the things that you miss when you're out of town so good so good having the best time the um yeah so I had this infected and I think maybe on one of the podcasts we talked about how red my nose was maybe with uh, I think it was with Woodbury and Bart and so it got to a point where I was like this is no good. I'm going to have to like either get this checked out or audition for Rudolph at, at the Grove. And so I went to the doctor and the, so the doctor's checking me all out and stuff. She goes to me, so, um, so what drugs are you taking? And I said, oh, I, I got some anti-inflammatories and, and she goes, no, how much cocaine are you doing? <laughs> And I was like, fuck yeah, LA. I was so amped. I was, I was like, really? You think it could be cocaine related? That's awesome. That is. And as soon as I got out of the doctors, I rang Jackie and I said, oh, how's this? They asked me how much coke I'd been sniffing. And she goes, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so I've pretty much made it, you guys. Uh, it's all good. But then, so we're coming down. This is a very... Like, I think I'm now I'm, like, just extra fond for anything Melbourne, like, happens. Like, when I was on Punt Road yesterday, it was pouring and I was stuck in traffic. I was like, this is great. <laughs> I love being late for fucking everything in this town. <laughs> we were coming, we were driving in sort of from, like, the Mooney Ponds area and we are going through North Melbourne and me and Paul, it does the sound, we're sitting in the car, and this horse and carriage go past past us. And these two guys and like a you know, horse and a carriage that would, you know, carry about six people, I guess. And Paul goes to me, Oh, I thought they got rid of those. And I said, Well, no, there's one just there, so no. <laughs> they're still here. And as the horse and carriage went over the street, we were like at the red light, a car went back the other way and just went Fuck you! <laughs> and this protest against animal cruelty just carried through the air so perfectly. And the carriage guy just gave like a ye olde wave back. <laughs> just didn't break character for a fucking minute. So, I'm very happy to be home. <laughs> 
I'm very happy to be home. Hey, how about we bring up our little lovers? We've got some legends of the game. Please welcome that feisty little dynamo. It's you, Demi Lardner. Come on down. From Triple R, we've got the beloved Geraldine Hickey. And fresh back from the doctor with his sore toe, it's Tom Ballard. Boo. I actually stubbed my toe this morning and it's actually swollen up real good. Anyway, lovely to be here. <laughs> like the right, honesty man. of podcasting. <laughs> Mate. My and toes are okay. <laughs> I this is this is like a bit of a I don't know if this is a bit too gone Hollywood, but I did get a pedicure. Oh god. How great is it? It's cocaine for your toes. <laughs> <laughs> it is Are all your amazing. nails ingrown now then? <laughs> As a coke-related injury, <laughs> <laughs> it is so such a just yeah, getting under nice. the hood of your nails. I, I, I know. Have you ever had one? I haven't. No. Oh, dude. Have you, have why? Because I'm one? gay. Steel. Is that why? <laughs> uh, this week of all weeks, <laughs> dude. I had like gay stereotypes, right? One of them was neat. Cool story. <laughs> no, one of them was very neat. Oh, and, neatness, yes. Yeah, okay, yes. and then I started staying at your house in Sydney. Oh. And no. No. Hair everywhere. <laughs> it's not from me. Oh, probably from Reese. I, didn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't picking them up and okay. going, this is a red one. <laughs> Sorry. Would you get your uh, manicure? No, just toes. Yeah, but why not, why not go to the hands as well? <laughs> what's good what's good for the toes is good for the fingers. <laughs> That's what they say. Except except for rings. Yeah. In which case no good. God, you really are about equality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, I just did, but now I I don't know, the toes it's so good and they put you in the little bath and yeah, you get that with your hands. Someone massages your hands, nice, real nice. <laughs> Give it a go. Anyway. You should you should do a like a reaction podcast. It's like you're getting your toes done now. <laughs> it's nice, it's real, real nice. nice. <laughs> Have you ever done the little fishies on the like eating the stuff on the bottom of your feet? I was all about that, and they had that service when we went to Mexico for our honeymoon. But then Jackie, oh, had we to get it. You got married this week of all weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> say what you like about this cafe Good for comedy I gotta say It's your fault you had us all on yes. <laughs> You straight nerd Yeah what is this Is this some fucking ally bullshit What are you doing <laughs> I don't care what any of you are doing uh, I don't see sexuality man I don't believe in labels I just had to find three people not invited to Sydney this weekend. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Touche. You know why we weren't invited? Homophobia. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, honey anyway, well, you want to get sucked off by fish. Tell your story. <laughs> oh, I... No, I get it. You're an ally. It's just good. <laughs> In a way, I kind of did want to get sucked off by a fish. <laughs> I... <laughs> 
No, because in what they, way? Because they eat like in our own way, don't we all? <laughs> I was, I kind of, I, I feel like if I tried to do it, I would just end up with like my whole leg in one fish and just wear it around like pants. <laughs> like two, like if I had one on each leg, and it would be like arseless chaps, <laughs> but real scaly and. <laughs> Mouth. You don't put anything inside the fish mouth. Yeah, your leg. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my universe. Fish yes, pants. Your fish yeah. pants. Yeah, <laughs> you're homophobe. <laughs> I was gonna say that the fish aren't that big, and then I remembered how small <laughs> yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. God, this fish is a little roomy. <laughs> Bloody swing a cat in this fish. You can yeah. draw it. I will, yeah. yeah, I will. But yeah, so Jackie had to ruin it by investigating and apparently sometimes the fish pass on disease. Oh. Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Whom amongst us? <laughs> yeah. Just live Hasn't a little. passed on disease while eating someone else's food. We've all been there, baby. What kind of disease? Oh, she had me at disease. Okay, right. <laughs> I wasn't like going to go, which one? Yeah. <laughs> Just disease in general. No right. buys. No buys. No good. No good. No. How's Jerry? Oh, he's good. Yeah. He's really, he's really having a good time there. Great. He, um, so we've got uh, this window. We're on the third story. And there's this, the trees, right, that make it nice and cool in summer. Warm in, no, not warm in winter, but, um, but cool in summer. But on the trees, there's squirrels that play and have nuts. And Jerry, his favourite show out the window is <laughs> squirrels. Yes. Like he'll just hear like the little <coughs> that they make and he'll just be in the bedroom and just go <laughs> and run straight what? up. And he doesn't look like he wants to attack them or play with them or he's just fucking stunned. <laughs> he's just like, oh, squirrels. So he's good. <laughs> Classic Jerry. <laughs> I, I was reading once I, I got here that um, your replacement replacements on Triple J Breakfast, yeah. Yeah. double replacements, uh, they were getting, you know, we, we, we hear we celebrate complaints, but they're getting some more aggressive complaints. <laughs> <laughs> did, did that that bring back any shocking memories for you when you were just a, a fresh-faced yeah, boy? Tell us about that time that everyone called you a cunt. Let's go through <laughs> This week of all weeks. <laughs> um, look, yes, I was slightly worried about that. I, initially, when the guys took over, I thought it was just like, oh, well, everyone hates the new guys. That's a standard. And then it all goes up. People despised Alex and I when we started. And, and some remain uh, to this day. It's a, but on. it's an ABC tradition. It is a tradition. It's a wonderful thing. And they don't, I, if I'm honest, you know, at the time, Triple J didn't do a great job of preparing you for that. I don't think they appreciated how terrified we were and those kind of texts coming in and what it sort of meant to you. Uh, but it was all fine in the end. But the, yes, something particular seems to be happening with Ben Lean, which I think is just really unfortunate. I think part of it is because they came from outside of Triple J. You know, Alex and I did a weekend breakfast show before, and so even if you hated us, you're like, well, they have been around. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we're vaguely aware of their, their shitty comedy. Um, so, yes, so Liam um, opened up on our You're OK Day, and that seems to have helped a little bit. Someone who was listening to that... Uh, texted into the show and Ollie Wards passed this on to me. She said, oh, years ago I texted into Tom's show, said this is the worst thing I've ever heard on radio and now I'm crying in my car and I'm so sorry. Oh. Do you fucking think... bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, Normally you encourage people not to text and drive, but... <laughs> she runs off the road. Do you, um, how much do you think Triple J's to blame? 
for this? For the hatred for them? No, for what? Yeah, I mean, they've, you know, they get that text line, so they see everything that comes through. Yep. They put them in that position in the first place. They don't set them up. There's no support network for them. Right. They, um, there's some other point that I was going to (laughs) make, but... But you don't like yeah. what is Triple how, J? How much doing? do you blame Triple J for Geraldine for getting her last point? <laughs> <laughs> I blame Triple R. Yeah. Um, it, yes. But look, what are they doing to help them? Well, I think they're getting better at it. They're figuring out. I mean, it is yeah because you have one producer on the breakfast show, which is kind of insane, really. I think Carl and Jackie have about seven. Yeah. But you are literally yeah you are reading the text line, good or bad. That's all coming through to you. So yes, at uh, at six oh four a.m. Uh, when you're feeling not so great, and uh, maybe it's your third week on air, you are seeing people's hatred <laughs> writ large. Yeah. You see the good stuff as well, but yeah, it is. It, yeah, the mental health within the media generally, and maybe the entertainment industry is yes something that should be catered for a little bit. Otherwise, people medicate with cocaine and get infected noses. Noses, yeah. <laughs> Some of those iTunes reviews are quite. <laughs> the be- we we got to a point where we found it funny. I think in our first maybe in our first couple of weeks on air, we got a text that made us laugh a lot, which was, um, uh, "Shut up." Less talk, more music, you suck, worst on radio. (laughs) Triple M. (laughs) (laughs) And we wrote that up. We wrote that down on a piece of paper. We stuck it up near our desk. And, yeah, I think we stayed there for the whole four years. We just looked at it every now and again. Whenever we felt bad, we're like, could be worse. We could be the worst on radio. (laughs) Out of the entire medium. Like, Alan Jones is on radio, guys. We were worse than him, apparently. (laughs) I it's so so how long they've been on all year, so like six months, uh, yeah, nine well, months, yeah, yeah, eight, nine months, yeah, yeah. nine months. Mm. In that time, they could have had a baby. <laughs> it's not my point, but every time I hear <laughs> nine months, <laughs> it, it it staggers me that like the complain err. Mm. It's like just listen to something else now. You don't like it. That's not yeah, how human beings think. <laughs> they want the thing to be the thing in their head and anything else is bad. Fuck, I hate punching myself in the gob, but <laughs> I just don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. Punching myself in the gob was better in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I think people have a sense of ownership over things. So they feel like they own they own Triple J. And yes. so, if, you know, someone else comes in and goes, nah, you've ruined this for me. Yes. It's time, mean, to, it's time to take Triple J to the Canby market then. <laughs> Sell it off. So we you don't need rem- it anymore. Remember, like, you know, oh, actually, we're not complaining, but it's, you know, we're <laughs> an older demographic. It's not our demo anymore. I mean, it is, it is the flip side to the coin of, like, pure love for Triple J and how much it means to people. And I, I know growing up listening to that station was, like, fucking amazing to me and it meant a lot. So, that yes, exactly, that ownership thing comes through. And so when it's not what they want it to be, then people get furious also, there is this weird quirk where Liam does have a quality to his voice that does make him sound a bit like Hamish Blake, which does make people does um, he? despise him a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've really? So what does that cause? People just send him money all the time? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. In Triple J, that is the ultimate betrayal. <laughs> yeah. when you, sorry, can we go back? When you got the text line, um, you can't respond to any individual text at all, can you? We can call them. <laughs> we no, we never do. 
bit, yeah. We do see the numbers. You can block them. If, if someone is constantly uh, texting in awful abuse, you just block them. That means every text they go through goes to rejected. Because we've calls. just started the uh, text line on our show. <laughs> Triple R, head yeah. of the curve, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You've got to call in your texts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's that, you know, we can't respond two texts no. and we we haven't worked out how to block anyone yet but <laughs> it's coming <laughs> <laughs> what, what sort of just good or bad what what are the general texts like on on triple r uh people crack the shits if we play um uh, like beyonce or kanye or whatnot they you know put a c in brackets in front of rap and um, oh Oh, we all know what that smells. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Crap. Uh, she but, said it. <laughs> but it's, it's that sort of, you know, they can't handle any sort of anything remotely around pop music or it, if anything's not sung by an old white man, <laughs> like they're like, well, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> Play some real music. And it's like, well, no, it, it, we are. <laughs> and any sort of language warning Like if we forget to do a language warning Like if it's Guaranteed if it's a hip hop artist Whoa where's the language warning My kids are listening to this And But if it's like you know Any white person singing Then they go yeah I went to the fucking shops <laughs> <laughs> No problem I love that Courtney Barnett song <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Will from the Smith Street Band was just on. So there's just a lot of, we are playing fucking good music and you just kind of yell into the air a bit. Demi, yes. what complaint messages have you been texted lately? Oh, oh boy. Um, just do, dad, do, do, just you, dad being like, I'm lonely, call me. <laughs> have you got your phone on you now? Yes. Can just... Just read out the last five text messages that Bart Freebarn sent you. Oh, okay. I'll try. <laughs> um, language warning. <laughs> Space language. <laughs> I don't know. Does, Laser gravy sandwich. Does Finn's gravy count as a swear? I don't know. <laughs> Let me find him. Hang on. Bat. Thank you. Great pods today. Power. Oh, they're not funny. Um, uh. Nah, man, these are like, we're friends. I can't. They're f- they're, we're friends and they're not funny. I need some money. I'm going through a really tough time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a text. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's just nice. You up? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> like, it's not. Ah! Welcome back, hydroxide. Tomorrow we dance. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's the sort of action I was after. <laughs> I really like sending texts to my, my housemate, Michelle. Uh, uh, she has, like, a Future Boy space car, and when you send her text, the car reads it out. So when I send her, when she's... Because she always have, has her phone connected to it, so I send her texts that say everything that I need to and then maybe, like, three textfuls of just jibby, jibby, min, 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 diggy, diggy in the bin boy, bin boy, bin boy, meat. I love meat. It's real good. You should send texts that just say... Turn right, next corner. 
Oh, just fuck up her day. At the next roundabout, yeah. get naked. <laughs> she's so nice. She'd be like, but I just, all right. I, just, I don't know. I really, she also, she's a uh, Casanova for, for Nova. You know the Casanovas? Yeah. To do the oh, start. Yeah, She's yeah. also a s- small angel, sm- smooth, smooth angel, and um. Whoa, uh, whoa! Doing what? both. Yeah, I don't. Did I out her? I don't know whether you're allowed to. She's a Casanova, and it makes me laugh so hard because I can hear she has to do like the ads sometimes, and I really like just being around the house and narrating her as her doing the ads, just being like, "Hey, it's Casanova Michelle, just in the kitchen. Come in here if you want me to make you a toasty. Bye." <laughs> <laughs> She's the nicest, but it's so funny. (laughs) What do the Smooth Angels sound like? Smooth Angels are just a bit like, hey, it's Smooth Angel Michelle. Come into the kitchen if you want me to suck you off. (laughs) That turned. (laughs) I love Smooth. 91.5. I do love Smooth, actually. It's fucking good. Mm. I got banned from a charity gig. I did a... (laughs) I did a charity On this gig. of all weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was for the no campaign. And uh, <laughs> No, I did the charity gig for Camp Quality. Everyone loves Camp Quality. Uh-huh. That's kids with camp yeah, fantastic. And I had a routine about Smooth um, being <laughs> the station that you listen to when you commit suicide. <laughs> and uh, and I did that routine and gee, people laughed. It was very funny. Then it turns out Smooth sponsored the gig. Oh, boy. And I, I was never asked back. How does, this, how does this get expressed? Like, how do you get told that you're banned? Literally, I mean, it was, a, it was an annual gig, I think, and they were asking other people to come back. I, so I was talking to someone else who was doing that gig and I, was, I think I asked my management just being like, oh, you know, I'm happy to do that gig. And they're like, and they were like no. <laughs> But there was a group of smooth representatives at the gig and they were laughing like crazy. Like they were laughing in a different way to everybody else in the room. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me. And no one told me yet afterwards. But it was just like, it's a fucking comedy gig, dude. Yeah, we got a message from Smooth Marketing and it says, listens to our station <laughs> very loudly. <laughs> if we can't laugh about committing suicide, we're raising money for kids with cancer. The terrorists have won. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, good point. <laughs> Thanks. Excellent. Uh, Excellent. Oh. I've lost my letters. No. But, but how about we love some letters? Yeah. This one's titled Contempt for Viewers. I, I don't know if I can listen to this this week. I mean, this week, I, I'm just focused on me and, like, self-care, and I know, this is going to tip me over the edge, mate. I'm okay. <laughs> You've always been stronger than me, Jez. <clears throat> Contempt for viewers. Enough, Channel 9, with your ad hoc scheduling of Footy Classified, which illustrates a disregard for the show's loyal viewers by treating them with contempt. On June 5th, 
on gem without warning. <laughs> so frustrating. Obviously, you do not value this fine show. And that is from Errol Lowe Aspendale. I'm with him. <laughs> footy Classified is a good footy show and it deserves more respect. Less contempt. Less contempt. Way less. Errol is a great letter writing name. <laughs> like that is like you were dubbing someone, you were going to complain <laughs> in the newspaper <laughs> about a variety of issues. <laughs> Same with Denise. Is there any Denises here? All right. My survey will not work out. <laughs> any Errol's in? <laughs> what was, uh, uh, did, did the show change stations though? Did they just change stuff from Channel 9 and put it on the digital channel like that? That is kind of bullshit, I think. Yeah, it moves around a bit. It's always on a Monday night. Um, and I, I think it's sometimes on it at different times and stuff. But right. it's, it's, a, it's a classic footy show in that it's, it's got Caroline Wilson, who's one of the greatest football journalists, um, and uh, he should be drowned. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but who amongst us shouldn't be? Yeah. <laughs> and, and a couple other, and they just talk football without all the fucking bullshit that goes on in the other shows. And it's, and I think they go, people don't care. We'll just fucking put it on whenever. And it's like, nah, fuck off. I'm with him. Yeah. Oh, are you here, a fan here. of the? Yeah. What what, uh, what other bullshit is it happens in other shows that doesn't have it on Footy Classified? Because to men. me, all football is bullshit. So <laughs> if they talk about football, I'm quite annoyed. But yeah. Like just men getting dressed up in dresses. I was, that I was is funny. just going to. That's funny. Yeah, Come on. That. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I suppose. You yeah, say it like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's just retired football is trying to be funny. Yeah. Fuck yeah. off. Right. Oh. Yeah. Kick, a, kick your own balls, mate. <laughs> I'm equally against active footballers trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. All of them. I, this would be shocking, but I do like a good no-nonsense footy show. <gasps> Demi is shocked. Because <laughs> I have no interest in football, but I used to love the one with, is it, is it Mike Sheenan? Is it Sheehan? Who's that? He's like, yeah, maybe. The, Mike Sheehan. Yeah, for the Herald Sunny Rides. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he used to have one called Talking Footy. Yep. And fuck, guys. All they did was talk footy. Yeah. <laughs> but with enthusiasm. Yeah. This I guy, think you'd like footy classified then. Yeah, I just like he was amped for it and he had stats. Yeah. And he was amped about his stats. And he had stats about how amped he was about his... It was, it was just fucking great. Monday night... And the song. Monday nights, we're talking footy. <laughs> And I like a theme song that just fucking tells you what's up. <laughs> what says on the tin? Like, like more than a game, not nah, barely a game. <laughs> but maybe the problem why they're moving it around, maybe the information Caroline's dropping is so classified that they've got to stay under the radar of the mainstream media. She's Maybe. leaking her commentary to WikiLeaks. Yeah. <laughs> Got to relocate to Moscow. Yeah, they're just moving around, moving servers. It's, yeah. it's quite a... What's been the... What's been the... What's been the... Because I haven't been here. What's been the big football controversy? Racism! 
<laughs> yeah, they don't want to talk about that though. But yeah, they're that's all a big racism. One. Yeah. Mm. No, I didn't no, mean right. last year and the year before and the year before. <laughs> <laughs> what about they solved it? Eddie told me. Yes, yes. They crossed that one out. Yeah. All right. All right. Fine. It was a good season of football this year. A lot of a lot of close matches. A lot of who who was going to get in the finals? Who knows? And the Tigers have made, uh, made it in. So the Tigers have waited. They haven't won a final since 1980. So they're in. It's exciting. We're still all going to die, though, really, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> though I would love to be on one of those football shows and just they talk about anything. I'll be like, this is a distraction from death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talk about climate change, the refugee crisis. They'll be like, oh, yeah, well, uh, that was a good match, though, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Tigers are on fire this season. Hey, if you want to see something heating up, check out these polar ice caps. <laughs> there are only 3,000 Tigers left in the wild, actually. <laughs> I don't think, I'd be a real doubter, I think. It wouldn't be fun. Someone want to talk about RuPaul? <laughs> now, that's a show that's about something. Yeah. What is happening on that RuPaul show? It's over for another season, so we can't, there's no updates right now. I saw Alaska. No, I just mean fuck. I just mean at all. Oh. For someone that's never watched it. It's oh. incredible. Have you watched have you ever watched America's Next Top Model or any of the Next Top Models? Yes. Okay, so it's like that, but with drag queens. But and also yeah. it's not like nasty at all. It's yeah. got a lot of like they're bitches to each other, but it has so much heart still. Yeah. Okay. So how many of the contestants are ex AFL footballers? <laughs> <laughs> Just one. <laughs> Dermy. It's the one football player I know. I thought you said Demi. And I was like, I guess. You're less football player, more football. <laughs> okay. All right. This one's a bit close to home. It is titled... Steel is a cunt. <laughs> Can you do it in the Casadaba voice, though? No. <laughs> Demi, do it. What? Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, this is Casanova Michelle. Steel Saunders is a massive cunt. <laughs> massive? That's a bit rough. <laughs> From someone who gets called little cunt all the time, it's better, trust me. <laughs> Doesn't count when you're saying it into a mirror, all right? <laughs> Demi, you little cunt, get out there. It really, it does I'll cast your ass off today, bitch. <laughs> it really it does sound like something I do, though, doesn't it? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> My brand, it's so obvious. <laughs> oh. Just look at the video. Yeah, you're a little fucking girl. Ooh, nice fish pants, though. Let's go. <laughs> They're just warm is all. Go on. Not for the way they hug my thighs around the gills. <laughs> so anyone, this one is titled Waste of Time. <laughs> I'm no fan of reenactments in history documentaries. They have the simultaneous effect of trivialising the narration of events and assuming the viewers are morons. <laughs> Unable to use their imaginations. You're watching TV. 
Yeah, what would they like on the screen instead? <laughs> just <laughs> blank, blank, just blackness. Yeah. As facts and historical data is said at you. Sorry, we're interrupting. No, but in the footy show grand final thing, it's like, all right, guys, next one up. Imagine Dipper in a skirt. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> Considering presenters are usually highly qualified in their fields, as is Lucy Worsley in The Six Wives of Henry VIII, SBS, this nonsensical charade is pointless and ill-conceived. And that is from truly this year's all-star letter writer, Helen Scheller of Benella. <laughs> Helen Cheller, she's the blind and deaf one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Has that been done? Sorry. <laughs> well, she doesn't like the reenactments. <laughs> that was... She's like, I don't get it. <laughs> <clears throat> any, any, I, I like a good reenactment, actually, because it's so bad. I, I tell you what I love is, like, unsolved mysteries. On Foxtel, I don't know, my dad always likes watching, like, the murder channel. <laughs> Just murders all the time. I get it. I listen to a lot of murder podcasts and I fucking get it. I know too much about, like, murderers. I was was driving... uh, No, no, it's bad. Murder, yeah. Yeah, I was was driving on my way to do a murder and I thought, hang on. I I just sometimes I drop into conversation with my lad who I like... um, just talk to him about different murders I know about. And he's like, hey, why don't you talk about anything else? <laughs> Literally anything, especially before we're going to bed. <laughs> like, you know, who got murdered when they went to bed? <laughs> tons of cunts. <laughs> like, it's just, <laughs> I just listened to him. The like tons a of lo- cunts murders were. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I know a lot about serial killers and murders, but not like the, not um, any of the, like, Fashionable serial killers like fucking Manson Mainstream or whatever. Bullshit. Not interested. Yeah. Luca yeah. Magnata, maybe. What about ones that just have a brand? Do you know what I mean? Like they've got like a, a calling card, like the, like the like the Wet Bandits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty hot. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved that reenactment. <laughs> <laughs> Little blonde kid's great. Um, he looked exactly like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, um, so like who? Like a real person with a with well, a. You've card. listened to all these murder podcasts. Like, yeah, tell, tell us your favorite. My f- my favorite murderer. Usually they're just one off ones because they're like, I'm gonna have sex with this neck hole, and people are like, crook, mate, don't. So they get them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You know what I mean, though? H.H. <laughs> H. Holmes is my favourite one. He built a full... Yes. <laughs> and I brought him today. <laughs> he built, like, a full murder hotel that just had, like, fake hallway. Yeah, had fake hallways and, like, safes that he would lock people in and then, like, fake uh, rooms that people would rent out and he would just pump gas into it and just kill them. And then he had a big... Ba- it just had so many trap doors and openings and he had this big basement underneath the floor that was full of just vats of acid that he would dispose of all the people with. And, like, every wife that he ever had, he just murdered them up. Just did tons of deados. No good. 
How did he finance this hotel? <laughs> because <laughs> like, no one's paying. He was paying. literally a genius. Like they, they, his IQ was insanely high, and they were like, "Yeah, if he wasn't such a kill boy, he could have been like president." <laughs> like he's a super smart dude. I don't and know, he, he sounds pharmacy. pretty apt for it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, presidents yeah. have never killed anyone, so it's fine. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, how did the hotel? I mean, were people booking into the hotel and then never checking out? And yeah. People were still yeah, okay. that was kind of... I think it ran for a couple of years and that was how they kind of caught him in the end because people just kept going missing. And <laughs> <laughs> they were like, what's going on? <laughs> it's really weird. It was just like he killed like... I think uh, like there's evidence of like 250 plus. <laughs> how fucking hard would it be to find a park in that hotel? Then? <laughs> <laughs> But like he, he like it ranges between two hundred and fifty to like two thousand. He he probably killed. Give or take. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a podcaster giving out their. How many downloads you get a week? Ah, uh, between two hundred and fifty and two thousand. <laughs> Depends on the guest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like the unsolved, like the just unsolved mysteries, just the hokey. Where they act out what they think would have happened, and mm. I'm like in this like malaise because you're watching Foxtel, and you're like, "Well, it's obvious how, of course, the aliens took him up." I just, I just saw it there. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> great. Were they, sorry, in that, were they talking about anything in any particular show? The Six Wives of Henry the Eighth. Oh, oh, right. Okay. The, the worst is when you're doing the reenactments, like a historical one, but they don't have the budget to really do justice to the ornate nature of like royalty. No, no, that's just... the good bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it takes you out of it. It's like, oh, that is that is a an actor who's um, you know trying to get by wearing a costume from Cryle Castle. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got you got King Henry the Eighth. He's having a big feast, and yeah, yeah. instead of a turkey drum, he's just got like a KFC hot and spicy <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, Pepsi. Yeah. It's awesome. Just, it's really cool, like, in, like, air crash investigations or whatever when they're all, like, there's just people who just have apparently, like, never walked before and they're just like, I am going to fly the plane. <laughs> no, just, just do it like a person would. I really love them. Do you, know, do you know who does do it well? The, the show, I Shouldn't Be Alive. Fuck yes! The best. Yes! They know how to do a fucking reenactment. That, that's the one where people were like, yeah, near death experiences and they sort of recreate just yeah. how close they came it's to really right. full on ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. I shouldn't be alive. I went to this hotel once. <laughs> 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 and no one had ever left it, but the, it was so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> the rates! The owner thought I was already dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, what, I wonder what the TripAdvisor reviews are on that hotel. <laughs> so many puns, I just decided not to say. Go That's great. Mate. Nah. I like this one. This one's a follow-up from last week's um, letter. about. We had a letter about how, what, who cares if Jane Bunn is a meteorologist because she just says the same shit as everyone else. Right. Do you know what I mean? So that was, that was essentially the letter. So then we've got a rebuttal here that takes... <laughs> Quite a turn, all right. Again. A distraction from death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. The title of this letter kind of describes how I'm about to read it out. 
It is titled Troubling Delivery. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, Susan Monday. Letters, June 1st. The contents of Jane's bun. Ooh. The (laughs) contents. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's keep it professional. Come on. I don't want to talk about the contents of anyone's bun. (laughs) (laughs) The contents of Jane Bunn's weather forecast are no different from all the others. It's the delivery (laughs) that is unique. That sounds pretty. It's going to be pretty good, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong. She breaks her sentences into inflection-laden grabs. That, I've been told, is fucking annoying. (laughs) (laughs) And ends them all with an audible intake of air. (laughs) While invariably clipping the final syllable of each last word. All of which make me want to chuck a brick at the TV. Jesus. Wow. And that is from the obviously messed up <laughs> Oreo. Russell Crowe. Yeah. <laughs> Phone, mate. Phone, stay stay on brand. Right. Stay on brand. Oreo Lee in Coburg North. <gasps> That's near where I live. Have you seen any freshly bricked TVs? <laughs> like at the end of the week, are there seven of them <laughs> in front of the house? Man, Fuck. imagine. Threatening your TV, like your TV, it's there for you all the time. Man. You know, it's bringing you football shows at crazy times, bad reenactments, and just because someone says the weather in a way you don't like, you're gonna brick it. Imagine fucking caring about anything. <laughs> you know, <laughs> forget- I don't. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. I just, I, I don't know this lady. What it was, I don't really understand. What weather does she do, sorry? Like. Jane Bunn, she's on Channel 7 Weather. And uh, she's been a frequent topic in the Green Guide because the, the original story was that people were writing in from the country saying now that she's on Channel 7, because she used to do like country weather. Oh, thank you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Being heckled by Jane Bunn's Wikipedia over here. <laughs> Women were writing in saying that they're glad that she's cleaned her upper act a little bit. Be- Excuse me? I <laughs> know. Oh, <laughs> Don't worry. Sa- save your temper for when I finish the next sentence. <laughs> because she used to be... Um, she's a well-endowed lady. And apparently when she was on country TV, there was farmers coming in from the farm <laughs> for the weather. This is apparent. This is what people are writing into the Green Guide to say. Now my husband's not coming in early. Thanks, Jane Barton. So she used to be on like where Tatura was it? Mildura, Mildura right? What, Chatura? Who are you, me? <laughs> um, but uh, and what she tried to be cleavage, mm-hmm. and the farmer was like. Bleh. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to listen to the weather, but I can't because. <laughs> and then, well, and then she came to the city and wore different tops. Well, I guess they've got a bigger wardrobe, but uh, Channel Seven Studios. Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this country. <laughs> <laughs>
Good I don't know point. what that t- person was talking about, the delivery, though. Like, what do they mean? What are the things that they're saying that she's... What? Well, she finishes what? with an intake of breath. It's called fucking breathing. Yeah, right? She needs that to keep being alive and deliver the fucking meteorology. Yeah, what? but... Oh, just to fill her talk- giant breasts with air. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that all works. I don't know what it's all about. But... Larkin does it all in one breath. <laughs> He just sucks it up big at the start and then just demi-styles. He's like a blue whale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming to the surface. Do you know, I oh. think she, um, the issues, maybe she talks a bit like the Casanova voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that it? Someone said yes. Is that the mm. thing? Right. Yeah, that would bum me out. <laughs> Change the channel. <laughs> the catchphrase of this podcast. <laughs> Change the channel. But what happens if you don't have your remote and you just got a brick sitting next to <laughs> <laughs> God's remote. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What? That's really great merch. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting bricks with God's remote written on it. Oh, that's great. 20 bucks. <laughs> Just a quick survey of the audience. Has anyone been in a situation where they can't find the remote, but there is a brick <laughs> within arm's reach? That's why it's good merch, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I truly think the point of the letter is is that you go down to the last line and it's from a, a, a person that's threatening to throw a brick at their TV and then you look at everything else that they wrote and ignore it because they're obviously yeah. not quite there. Who writes into the the newspaper with a threat of bricking their TV? <laughs> their own TV, which they've paid for. <laughs> it's a sweet get. It's like those Buddhist monks setting themselves on fire. It's like you're only hurting yourself. It's like... <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, you personal friends with some <laughs> monks that have immolated? Fuck you. This week of all weeks. <laughs> if you don't like, you know, some microwavable food that you bought, you don't like, like slap your microwave. Just buy some more food. It's your fault. Appliance violence is a serious issue, guys. <laughs> and not enough people talk about it. Hey, it's Jane Bunn down here on Channel 7. (laughs) It's going to be sunny in Melbourne. Never hope you've got your bricks ready. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the fuck I'm doing anymore. (laughs) (sighs) There was not a person in this room desperately praying you were going to do a weather report. That was, I was like, she better fucking do it. I don't want to ask her to do it. Just fucking know. Just know to do it. Congratulations. I don't really know what this one is about, which isn't new. Still. I just licked my microphone because I was trying to drink it. I've had half my beer. I don't know what's happening. Podcast confessions. <laughs> Anything you'd like to confess, Tom? I'm in love with Jordan. <laughs> it's really sweet. It's weak and more weak. Oh, man. 
It took a national campaign for me to realise. <laughs> this is special, baby. Yeah. Let's vote no together and make love. All right. Yeah. Let me think about that. <laughs> Take as long no, as you need. I love you. I love you, mate. Thanks, mate. In a different way. <laughs> Demi, what's going on? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Dude, you're a killer sleazy guy. (laughs) (laughs) If you were gay, I'd hook up with you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) Just kidding, buddy. Dude, I would fucking suck the shit out of your dick, man. God! That's not where it comes from. How good. That's a pretty impressive job. <laughs> <laughs> I've got through all my semen. All I have left for you is fecal matter. No, no, God, like, I love you. Your face is like the Nazis at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, <laughs> God, man. All right, I'm writing a letter about this podcast. <laughs> to the great God. All right. Sometimes the titles. The, sometimes the titles of the next letter. It's fucked up. <laughs> It's going to make you want to throw a brick at your phone. (laughs) (laughs) No, because fresh off my uh, commentary there, the next letter is titled Drawing a Line. (laughs) And I don't really know if maybe people... This is about Mr. Squiggle? (laughs) (laughs) It's good. Thanks. I do comedy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm not really sure if this is a show or not, but hopefully someone has got information. All right, Drawing a Line. The Melbourne Housewives TV show is bad enough without a gangster version. This would be a criminal waste of viewing time. And that's from Dennis Fitzgerald, Box Hill. But does anyone, was there a gangster, like a, like a mock bell? Can anyone, do you, do you have any, what? Oh and God! Jesus. Nah, she's busy. She's going into politics, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. Oh. So it's like the Real Housewives, but for the wives uh, underworld. Mm. Really? That sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like in a. Is it filmed in a prison? Do they visit the prison? I don't know. I've never watched it. You're fucking lying. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think the worst idea for a TV show that you've ever heard that's been on TV? Open slather. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows how to edit IMDb, can you just fucking take that off my page? I don't... You were funny. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Like no worries. Uh, the worst reality show I ever heard of was Celeb Air, which happened in the UK, which was celeb- celebrities learning how to be cabin crew. <laughs> yep. The fuck? Why? <laughs> we got to join them on that journey. <laughs> you see that, you're like, I get why the terrorists wanted, you know. 
I think celebrity splashes up there as well. Celebrity that, dog school, lest we yeah. forget. <laughs> yeah, well, dogs... all of Adam Richards' favourites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dog school one was the worst because he ha- he didn't have it. He had to buy a dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and celebrities are short. No, yeah. I love Adam. <laughs> Sorry. That's the, the air traffic one, that's interesting because that's what... No, it's not. That's why it's a terrible show. No, because isn't that what... Oh, what was her name? That Reggie from Big Brother. She did a real-life version of that. She was like a celebrity and then bombed out and then she, became... She became, became Cabin Crew after Australian Idol. No. <laughs> no Big, Big Brother. brother. Oh, Big Brother, sorry. Big Brother. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry. That Reggie uh, could really belt out a song. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's awful, isn't it? Was yeah. Reggie the one was, that was in the like the final two with Chrissy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the, owned a fish and chip shop. Yeah, yeah, from Tassie. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what was what, what year was Hot Dogs and Vessa? Remember when they fucked? <laughs> <laughs> this is the best sleepover ever. <laughs> really love this. You guys remember Hot Dogs and Vessa? Weird. They showed his boners. <laughs> Did they fuck on the show? I, mean, I can't remember. I just remember that one time she was like, oh, "What was that?" And he's like, "It's my boner." It was really, <laughs> it's real weird. And then he had a show afterwards, and then I think he got arrested for public urination. <laughs> Who amongst us haven't? <laughs> Hot dog. What about Sarah Marie? Bum dance. She was she was the most famous person in the country. Yeah. For like a for sweet like, week. Yeah. And then nothing. For no reason. Bum dance. Yeah, I know, but like, what is what is that? To dance <laughs> with your bum. <laughs> but it was, I guess, a few Big Brother people have gone on to do radio and stuff because they, you know, they were funny people. They figured it out. But generally, it was, I just felt like everyone went, didn't know what to do with the Big Brother winner. Oh. Like, you just you just lived in a house. You're just a person. What are your skills? Yeah. And fuck, don't those ones that make it through to the media? Don't they just want no one to bring it up ever again? <laughs> Fitzy, you Big Brother entering bastard. <laughs> fuck. Fitzy. Anyway, here's uh, here's a very apt one. It's titled "In Search of News." Melbourne's commercial TV news services have been reduced to not much more than a glammed-up neighbourhood watch report. Nightly reports are saturated with often minor crime reports together with inexpensive CCTV. (laughs) Phone camera or... Dash cam footage. What little time remains is padded out by puff pieces produced by Prince William and Harry's PR factories. Enough, please. Can we have at least a slight attempt to cover more meaningful news? And that's from Ross Daniels in McRae. And can we have professional cameras there to pick up? <laughs> yeah. All those things. Just get the criminals to ring ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll come down, we'll set out a call sheet, uh, make sure everyone's in the right position for to film the crime. That and we'll do good. a shitty reenactment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm going to mug you, but I just have to set up this 4K camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you part of the union? You've got to sort that out. <laughs> I love a good um, camera. You're there. And you're watching something like in fragmented blur. It's like you're watching TV through a Nokia. 
good times. It's good times. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Is there much Royals on the news? I think if you're watching Channel 9 or Channel 7, yeah. there's, a, there's a bit there. It's just like, yeah, breaking news, commercial news sucks. Yeah. Yes. Change your channel. Change your channel. There's that sweet <laughs> catchphrase again. Or get your news from other sources. I'm re-watching The Nanny on Stan. <laughs> <laughs> One of the finalist journalists of her generation. Now, what was the story with her? She she was a she was a she was working. Started no, with the flushing. She uh, was no, she was working, working in a bridal shop a bridal in flushing. Shop. Okay, yeah, which is in Queens. Sure, yeah. I know. <laughs> right. Season two, episode nineteen. Right. Now, never mind. Later. And then, I just want to know how did you boyfriend kicked her out in one of on like, a fanny? Was that right? In one of those crushing se- scenes. Right. I see. Okay. Right. And what was she to do? Yeah. Right. Where was she to go? Where was she to go? <laughs> No, she was out on what? Fanny. Fanny. Yeah. There it is. Anyway, do your little letters. <laughs> I want you to talk about the rest of the theme song. <laughs> nah. What what's been the most like scene with the most sexual tension thus far? There was one uh, very recently where Fran got mugged and Brighton was there and he screamed and threw up and they came home at the end of the episode. Was it caught on CCTV? <laughs> <laughs> They came home at the end of the episode, and um, and uh, Fran and um, Mr. Sheffield. Mr. Sheffield Maxwell had uh, gone out to the park to be like, "No, you can still go out and enjoy your time." And they came home late, and they nearly kissed. He called her Fran, and she called him Max. And they nearly kissed, and then they heard a noise in the house, and they turned on the lights, and all the furniture were gone. Niles was sitting there; he was all tied up. But they were about to kiss before that happened. Wait, wait. Yeah. So she got mugged. Yeah. <laughs> and then they went out to the park. Don't worry about the details. It doesn't. Who cares? But they were like in the dark and he no, was so like. So in the one week, she got mugged and the house <laughs> ransacked. Yeah, because the guy who. Very unrealistic. The guy who mugged her got. He got. He went into the court and they were like, oh, sorry, we had to let him out. And then he was doing community service and they saw him in the park and she was like, it's the mugger. And he was like, oh, I wanted to apologise to you. Can I give you free tickets to this fucking Shakespeare thing in Jersey? And I love fucking like, Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, me too. I can't, I'm not smart enough to make a joke. So um, <laughs> they went to the show in Jersey and then when they came back, he had stolen all the stuff because he knew that they were going to be out and then Niles was there. So, but the point is that he was like, Fran, and she was like, Max. And then they went, Oh, really? yeah. it was good. It's like Sex, a fucking wire sexy. over there. Yeah. So is the story, the lesson of the show, of that episode was like... Never forgive. <laughs> <laughs> or trust anyone or leave the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can steal everything but their sexual tension. Yes. <laughs> Let's say that. Maybe, oh, maybe. and Niles and Cece have kissed by this point as well. Really? Um, yeah. Which is weird because there's like six seasons and this is season two. Maybe seven. And that's what we think about the news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get her the nanny tattoo, I think. Whoa. Yeah. The end. Should make a show about it. <laughs> They'll put anything on TV. Did the... Um, so they stole everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Did they steal the TV's remote brick? They <laughs> <laughs> Like, are there new people getting into the royals? Like, is there a new breed of like? Yeah. Oh, so so the the kids are like, fuck yeah. Have you? You need to speak to 
Laura Dunneman and Thomas Jaspers about how much they love the fucking royals. Fucking love the Queen. Yeah. Thomas Jaspers told me once that she carries around um, a note with her face on it because she finds it funny. <laughs> This is, I don't know where this rumour comes from. Uh, notoriously, she doesn't carry any cash, but apparently she, she has this one note, like a bank note with her face. So essentially, she's just like... Yeah. Just to remember she's everyone like, who's boss. Yeah, she's yeah. like, thinks it's a reflection, is trying to check her hair and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and she like thinks she's looked really quick because she can see herself from the side. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nearly done. I'll get you another one if you want. No, nah, I'm all right. All right. This one is titled Stuck on Repeat. The ABC appears to think that weekdays at 6pm is a good time to exhibit its ageing stock of English television. (laughs) It might be cheap, but surely many viewers must be tired of seeing 10-year-old repeats of grand designs. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) And recently... Repeats of repeats. That's just still a repeat, so. (laughs) Give me their address. Fuck them. Some programs age well, but unfortunately, Grand Designs isn't one of them. And that is from Al Morris in Doncaster. They're cracking the shits about having the same show on at the same time. Yes. That would have really sped up the letter. It's like, <laughs> I'm cracking the shits. <laughs> same show, same time. <laughs> you guess which. <laughs> like, he sounds like he's annoyed at it. Like, six o'clock, he's turning on ABC going, oh, fucking Grand Designs again. <laughs> yeah, it's six o'clock. That's what time it's on. <laughs> He'd be so happy with Footy Classified. <laughs> I like to be surprised. (laughs) There is a Goldilocks situation happening in the green card letters. That's when I was growing up, and there was only like the couple of channels, it was like five channels, whatever. Two, where I'm from. Really? We had two, yeah. Which ones? Uh, it was like ABC and then a, a mostly seven, but a, a bit of a combination of all the rest. Okay. I was hoping you'd say like the ABC and the comedy channel. Mm. Oh, imagine right. that. Our TV was broken. <laughs> <laughs> One too many bricks. Um, <laughs> but the thing about the ABC back, like, and even then it was worse because it was only five channels and, you know, there was no like DVDs and stuff. But one of the, it was almost reassuring that you knew at 5.30 on the ABC on weeknights. Monkey Magic. Yeah, it's, it's one of the seven Monkey Magic episodes. It's yeah. going to be there. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Gen X is weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, it's actually quite expensive now. I used to talk about cheap getting rid of stock, but, you know, notoriously a couple of years ago, uh, well, famously, the ABC and BBC, BBC fucked over the ABC by buying this BBC channel for Foxtel so that the deal we had where we got all that kind of content, apart from Doctor Who apparently, that's all gone to this BBC channel that Foxtel's paying for. So, you know, six people get to watch that. And everything else you see from the UK on the ABC, the ABC has, has, has had to buy specifically and paying shitloads of money for that. So, yeah. But they do flog QI like a motherfucker. <laughs> 
and the, and the live and the repeats from ages ago, like live at the Apollo that gets screened every now and again, or it's on iView, and it's it is every second comedian is talking about the 2012 London Olympics, and I said <laughs> yes. I do not give a fuck, cunt. <laughs> Put me on there telling jokes about now, yeah. That's mainly my gripe. <laughs> Sorry. I, on this podcast, it all comes back to, why aren't I on TV more? <laughs> That's my letter to the Green Guide. But, but when you were saying about how expensive shows are now for the ABC, it sounds like you're repeating like the general manager of the ABC t- <laughs> telling you why your show's not being renewed. <laughs> now, Tom, yeah. the BBC, they've fucked us over. <laughs> this has got a trickle-down effect. This has nothing to do with the fact that no one watched Reality Check Season 1. This is an entirely BBC conspiracy-based theory. It's oh, all right, buddy. <laughs> oh, that's how you knew about that show. The the airline show. Slay Bear, yes. yes. Yes, that's true, yes. Aren't you sort of glad you don't have to watch those shows anymore? Um, no, because I got to be on TV getting paid money and writing jokes. <laughs> have, as, uh, have you talked about... Um, uh, that TV show on Channel 7 that I did an episode of that I didn't hear anything about at all. What's his face? Could you make this reference <laughs> anymore? <laughs> you know, the... The news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I bashed a lot of people. No, um, the fucking paddle show about the behaviour... Behave yourself. Oh. Wow, I'm taking this as a No. <laughs> Behave oh, yourself. I saw the ads for that. Yes. And yes. then it disappeared. Yes. I recorded an episode that no one, I didn't even know it's gone to air or it had so little impact on the Australian has. political life or okay. cultural life. I'm I'm so out of the loop. Okay. So just who hosts Behave Yourself? Darren McMullen. All right. Who's Darren McMullen? <laughs> <laughs> he was the host of The Voice and he's the loveliest but most generic presenter in the world. Huh. Um, Lawrence Mooney was on there a lot. I was on there with Virginia Gay and fucking Merv Hughes, um, who was the most competitive <laughs> man I've ever met in my entire life. Um, and it so, was, so it was, it was a game show? <laughs> this, this isn't a good side of my career, is it? A room full of people I'm trying to explain. No, I did do a TV show. <laughs> I just wake up in a fucking straitjacket. It's like that Buffy episode. It's like, no, I was a comedian in another life. <laughs> good joke, Merv. Good joke. <laughs> <laughs> He's been like this for years. Um, yes, it was, and it was like a panel show and they had researched about human behavior and we played games and made jokes about them. I believe they put the first episode to air after a reality show and then the reality show finished. It might have been one of the house ones and then the whole time slot changed around again. It was fully classified. It's all over again. God, it's ironic. Reality shows just keep on fucking you, don't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I guess I just, yeah, it hasn't even gone Let's to work. Google it. <laughs> Do you guys ever get so specifically into a show and just watching it with one other person that like you get your own jokes within the show and then you feel like necking yourself? Like, you know, like you just notice stuff in the show. And then I, you're like, I, I, I call that podcasting. <laughs> There's this show called Deep Fried Masters and it's so fucking good. And I watched the whole way through its one season with Tom Walker and we were sitting there and by the end of it there's like this guy who really loves specific things that is deep fried food. He was like sitting there going like oh I don't like this chair and we'd be like he'd like the chair if it was wrapped in a flour tortilla. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he likes. (laughs) You ever have stuff like that when you'd like really specific jokes about a show? I do. I used to watch this show with um, my friend Kate. It was called Paradise Hotel. Yeah. 
and it was the best, right? It was hosted, it was on an island and they had couples and there was always one person out and the competition, so there was like an odd number of people and the competition was each night you had to find someone to share a bedroom with. And if you went two nights with no one would share a bed with you or something... You got turned into a lobster. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, dude. Worse. 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 You would have to leave Paradise Hotel forever. No! But it's paradise. I know. And it's a hotel. Yeah. And And you don't get murdered anymore. (laughs) Maybe that's where they went. (laughs) But yeah, just the way that the... It was an American show, but they had this English host. And she'd go, you will have to leave Paradise Hotel forever. (laughs) And so it ended up, it was on Monday nights at like the family-friendly time about 12.30. And we all got so into it that like 10 people would come around. This is pre-internet, you guys. So um, we didn't have much to do. And whenever she'd do the Paradise Hotel forever, 10 people like synchronised going, you will have to leave Paradise Hotel Forever. Forever. See? Oh. So good. Fuck, man. If I could go back in time and tell those bored 10 people that a room of people... Oh, wow. So that good. would... um. Uh, do you like grand designs? Uh, no interest. Mm. Oh. Zero interest. Because it's just like... Okay. It's... <laughs> Offshoot podcast. Hickey has turned her back on me. A silent protest. Tell me, how there's grand designs. Mm. How much do you love Nine Life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. House Hunters, House Hunters International, oh. House Hunters Time to Fucking lesbians with their DIY. <laughs> So good though yeah. when he's like, "This house is made out of jumpers <laughs> and my children's skin and lips, but you know what? I love it." I so want to see. I want to see the grand designs of that fucking horror hotel. <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway, where we plan on detail on the, the gas. <laughs> That's coming here. The great. Also, system. can we go back to behave yourself? Yeah, but then, I, but then I want to talk to you about that old backyard show that people mm. used to make out of the backyard. Uh, behave yourself. Uh, three episodes. Oh no, Ballard! You didn't make it, mate. Fuck! Does that well, mean you're... I was mildly amusing. <laughs> <laughs> But that's that's got to be good though. Like you, you oh, haven't been happy. forgotten because you just you weren't forgotten. You just weren't on it. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Right. Okay. It's better than it going to air and having no impact at all. Yeah. This is, the fact that it wasn't on air is a pretty good reason why no one, no one knows you, what the fuck you, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. You yeah. didn't affect it not continuing. Great. Good. I did never get to go to air. I did hear something. The taping of that show was insane, like three hours long. Imagine something going for ages, guys. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> they t- <laughs> that did Jesus Vote did. no <laughs> <laughs> They did uh, tell me I was talking to someone Who worked on the show Towards the end They were struggling To get audience members in And for one taping There were some people Who slowly revealed themselves To be ice addicts In the audience <gasps> But because they definitely need to behave themselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they were so desperate for people, they said to let them stay. <laughs> they were quite enthusiastic about the show. Also, a little bit itchy. Okay. <laughs> so, what were you doing to promote? You were just like, "Hey, watch Behave Yourself at a generic time. I'm on it." We one didn't day. hear anything about it at all. It, yeah, it was just that no one contacted us about when it was going to to air, and clearly, yeah, Channel Seven. 
just uh, pulled the cord after three episodes. So I believe the rule is if it doesn't go to air, you don't get paid. That is absolutely incorrect. That's that's in game shows. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get your prize money if you go on deal or no deal and that doesn't go to air, you don't get the money. Really? Yeah. Oh, didn't you know that? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, no. it, is, it is the worst. Like, but also the greatest. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I have better management than deal or no deal contestants. <laughs> and I wouldn't is, do that deal. Is Harry's practice still on TV ever? Oh, he's still, he's on, um, like, the show that he's on. <laughs> it's the sort of TV insight that we love. Please thank our guest, Demi Lardner. Geraldine Hickey. <laughs> We've got to wrap it up, so oh, there's... T- oh, no! Behave yourself, Steele! And Thomas C. Ballard. That's me. Thanks, everyone. This week of all weeks. Vote yes, everyone, please. It is this week of all weeks. Just to see Erica Betts cry. Like, even if you don't (laughs) care about the issue or whatever, just to see tears come out of that motherfucker's face. That's got to bring a bit of happiness into your life. You know? I reckon. I reckon. I'm uh, also single, and I want to... No, okay. Oh, Be- it's... Uh, oh, shit. Demi, I've got something to tell you. <laughs> Demi Lardner. Yeah! Fuck, I wish people could hear your face right now. <laughs> uh, let the good people know about your your projects, your ongoing I, endeavours. I've got a podcast called We Are Not Doctors. Uh, the, yes. Thank you, sir. I do it with Bart Freeband, The Fint, and um, it's pretty good and we take voicemails from people and we give them advice that they don't want and uh, I'm also going to really soon be filming uh, my show, which is called Look What You Made Me Do. Um, It's going to be on the 3rd and 4th of October and I'm pretty sure it's going to be here. I'm pretty sure. But please come to it because it's really good. It's won a couple awards and I'm real proud of it. Come to that. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just captivated by that wind chime or something. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Is that someone's phone? Is that someone's like going, is that the wrap it up? Uh, <laughs> this podcast go past this. This is, I'm going to get all Tom Ballard about this shit. Imagine people just started throwing bricks on the stage. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Geraldine Hickey. Uh, I'm doing a fringe show that I keep forgetting about. Um, <laughs> fucking red hot sizzle. <laughs> now nah, I've got a lot on. Um... No, actually, I'm really excited about it. I'm doing. Um, um, uh, it starts on the 19th. So I'm just doing the 19th and 29th. Um, and I'm. It, it's called. It's my show. Um, and uh, it's. I'm basically hosting my own tonight show. So I've got a bunch of really cool special guests and stuff. Um, you know, the type that you can't name. 
So, um, so come along to that. Um, oh, and also, can I give a little shout out to a, a possible campaign that my partner has set up? This is very serious. Um, but uh, she has produced a movie which was a bunch of um, LGBTIQ kids out in the southeastern suburbs at Packenham Way, and um, they made a short film about a day in the life of a teenager that's uh, on the first day they come out as trans. Uh, Demi Lardner features in it. I'm in it. Yeah. Uh, it's got a bunch of cool people. They've won an award at an LA film festival and they're trying to raise money to send two of the um, the young people that were involved in the film over to do workshops and stuff in LA. So um, information on it is on my Facebook page or on my Twitter. Just find it. You'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll put it in the little show notes. That'd be you terrific. can send me the link. Thank you. We'll hook it up. Tom Ballard, now, you're on this new show. <laughs> Damn it. You stole my line, yes. Keep an eye out for behave yourself. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. Uh, I have a fun- 7, mate, 4 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas morning. No! <laughs> Just after 40 clash of eyes. Uh, yes, I have a podcast called Like I'm a Six-Year-Old. That's me talking to people about politics and stuff. You might like that. If you get a chance to uh, have a squiz at it, listen to it even, because uh, it's an audio <laughs> thing. And Boo! It's, it's me yeah, doing that. Um, and if you have Stan and you're finished watching The Daddy, then you can see my stand-up special, which is called The World Keeps Happening, which is on there. Awesome. No time, mate. Flat out. Can't fit you in. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Do you fall on your fanny in the show? I talk about my fanny <laughs> and its various adventures. <laughs> <laughs> he had style. He had class. He was there. Tom Ballard. Uh, thank you guys for coming out. If you want to do it all again, we're going to have shows next Saturday. And I received a text that um, said today, yeah, mate, I think I can do it, from the great man himself, Ash Williams. So, so today he was filming something that he can't tell me about. Oh, thanks, so. fuck. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and Demi's going to be back next week as well. <laughs> But uh, thanks so much. It's, it's truly, it's so nice to come back and, and see all you guys and, and see my great friends and, and have a beer and have a bit of a laugh, you know? Because in this week of all weeks, that's what we need. I'm still as I do love Green Guy Ladies! Hey, you guys, I hope you enjoyed just a quarter of as much as I did at that live episode with my buddies, Demi, Geraldine and Thomas. What a great afternoon. Club Voltaire, what an awesome venue. Thanks for having us. And as mentioned at the top of the show, we will be back there this Saturday. We're going back to back on the 23rd of September at 4.15 with Ash Williams, George McEnroe, and Bart Freebarn. That is 
That's a good combo. That is a good combo. And that will be the last I Love Gringo Letters live in Melbourne for a fair while. So if you're free, come down and we will have quite a good time. And we're doing a live uh, Steel Wars beforehand at uh, 2 o'clock. And you can get a double pass for 25 bucks for both shows or just come to Gringo Letters for 50 Dean and our Steel Wars guest, uh, I haven't got the other one confirmed yet. I'm just waiting to hear back, but we've got Mark from Auntie Donna, who's just hilarious. So I cannot wait for that. And if you want to hear what happened before this episode, uh, the new Steel Wars is up with the guys from the Plumbing the Death Star podcast, and it was hilarious. Uh, I, I think you'll enjoy it, whether you're a devout Star Wars fan or not. But if you want to hear more Green Guide Letter podcasts from the archives and support the show's ongoing production, join us on the I Love Green Guide Letters Patreon. It's just $3 a month and you get an RSS feed with all 258 I love Green Guide Letters episodes, plus the After Letters shows, where occasionally it's me and some guests, sometimes it's just me answering Patreon questions, and it goes off into different tangents. It is so much fun, but the archives, I've, I'm looking for clips, I've been listening to bits from time to time, and... We've done some good stuff, you guys. We've done some good stuff back there. So if you are ever short of podcast listening, you want to delve into the archives, you want to hear me get berated by Mark Marin. you want to hear the classic Dill Rook shirt nappy story, you want to hear the very first time I podcasted with Ash Williams. It is all there at patreon.com forward slash I love GG Letters. Now, if you want to support the podcast in a non-financial way, we always appreciate it when you retweet the show announcements or share it on Facebook. We are I Love GG Letters on Twitter, and the new episode's always pinned to the top of the feed. So drop a retweet or quote with a little, little vouch that you enjoy the show, and that actually really helps us because, you know, one person... Read your tweet. There you go. Listen to it. And uh, you've potted it forward. And I appreciate it so much. Also, if you are on iTunes, uh, jump up there and leave us a sweet five-star review as it bumps us up the rankings and vouches to other listeners that we're doing good stuff. And I have been recording a bunch of studio or lounge room, podcast lounge room, episodes and they've been so much fun it's been great to catch up with some classic green guide letter lovers thank you guys so much i hope you had fun i can't wait to do it one more time this saturday the 23rd of september but now you guys how about that secret show Why did no. you do, did you do the intro? What did the intro? No, no intro. Leg, leg through there. People are terrified and furious. There was no do. That's good. You came out and did your little talking heads nonsense. 
we got no do. Fuck. <laughs> this is huge. Let's start again. God. <laughs> Let me tell you, I will not want to be checking the text line this week. <laughs> <laughs> Worst on podcast. <laughs> All right. Now I don't know what to do really now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all falling apart. Do it now and just put it in and edit it. It'll be fine. Hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you do it, Demi. No, 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 no. I can't. It's too much pressure. Last time this happened, I just did, didn't enjoy it. And I don't want to do it. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I was, it was because I was, when I read out their email, I did a bad job. When I read out the letter that one time, she's nodding. I did do it. I did a bad job. I did a bad job reading out the letter because I asked to, and now I don't want to do anything else ever again. I'm gonna go listen to Smooth in my car and. <laughs> Dude, what's wrong? Everyone listening to this at home is like, did I just put this on double speed? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this is Casanova Demi. You're listening to I Love Green Guide Letters. (laughs) Come on stage if you want me to suck you off. Nah, this is good. I do want you to suck me off. (laughs) Please do it. I feel bad. Please say it. All right. I feel so cheap no, now. Please, please, please. Uh. I've forgotten what kind of letters you love. <laughs> yes, yeah, Steel, what kind of letters do you love? Chella. Oh, my God. Secrets are I thought you said lettuce. <laughs> oh, I love iceberg. <laughs> I am partial to an iceberg, actually. <laughs> so cheap, guys. All right. Oh, stand up. Yeah, oh, you don't have to do what they say. <laughs> no, but I think it might not sound the same if I don't stand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take yeah, your yeah. shirt off. <laughs> Put on your fish pants. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, you guys. Hi. Hey, Steel. <laughs> oh, shit. Welcome to I Love Green Guide Letters, the podcast. Where, what? Did I fuck it up? Something else? No? All right. Good. Fuck. Hey, you guys. Welcome to I Love Green Guide Letters, the podcast where we talk about the letters to the age, newspapers, television and radio lift out the Green Guide. <laughs> <laughs> I am Steel Saunders and I do love Green Guide Letters. That's what, what sort of fucking letters we're loving. <laughs> you got a problem with it? No, no, no it's Text us in. <laughs> Bleep that. <laughs> or just say. Oh, yeah, they'll never work it out. <laughs> I did some of the bleep off. <laughs> oh, what could she mean? 
I listened to that. I've, I've slightly fallen behind in this podcast. I'm sorry. So I was catching up a bit ahead of this, and I listened to that one, and I wanted to kill myself in the dick. 